don't believe you did not know who Chris Angel Mind Freak was. I told you I do know who he is. He's a magician. And he was on the TV show, Chris Angel Mind Freak. You know who Chris Angel Mind Freak also is? I don't know. A shapeshifter. Because if this man is not a Walmart version of Tommy Lee, then I don't know who the <laughs> fuck this guy is. I'll be honest. I don't even know what he looks like. You don't know who Tommy Lee looks like or Chris no, Angel? No, I know what Tommy Lee looks like. I just do not pay attention to Chris Angel. Okay, so Tommy Lee. Mm-hmm. You have a picture of Tommy Lee in your head? Yes. Now, make it more um, 2000s hot topic. Okay. Like, think of Tommy Lee in trip pants. <laughs> And so you were talking like 2005, like prime <laughs> hot topic. Era. Yes. 2005 <laughs> prime hot topic. So Tommy Lee in trip pants is literally Chris Angel. Okay. That that's, that's a mental image <laughs> that, that I can picture. <laughs> <laughs> My God. There's like, I remember people like fawning over Chris Angel when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. they would sit there and they're like oh my god he's so hot and i'm like the guy who pulls a quarter out of his skin that sounds disgusting you've have you ever i've never watched anything of his okay so there's an episode of chris angel mind freak mm-hmm. where chris angel mind freak is in the <laughs> middle of the street <laughs> what nothing go ahead. go ahead okay so there's an episode of chris angel mind freak where chris angel mind freak is Walking down the streets of like Las Vegas or something. I think he was in Las Vegas. Okay. And he would kind of do how those TikTokers would, like what the TikTokers and like Billy Eichner do, where they just like run up to a random person on the street and they're like, for a dollar. Oh, and like stick their microphone in his face. What would you do for it? Or whatever stupid question like they that. ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except he'd be like, you want to see a magic trick? <laughs> um, And they're like, yeah. And they're thinking it's going to be some like, I pulled a rabbit out of my ass sort of thing. Uh-huh. Like. But no, he'd be like, any of y'all have a razor? What the hell? And then some random dude would be like, yeah, I have a razor in my pocket. And he's like, cool. And then he'd have like a quarter or something. He'd mm-hmm. like do some voodoo hoodoo shit. And then the quarter would vanish. And they'd uh-huh. be like, where the fuck did the quarter go? And then he'd be like, ooh, there's like a bulge in my skin. That's and disgusting. It's conveniently quarter shaped. And then he'd take the razor and he'd cut his skin, or what people thought oh, no. were his was his skin, and then he'd push out the quarter. There'd be blood and shit. That's disgusting. And they're like, "Oh my god, he's so crazy! Oh my god, Chris Angel mind freak! <laughs> oh my I god, mind freak this quarter into my skin!" <laughs> <laughs> like, "Oh my god, Chris Angel mind freak! You're such a fucking mind freak, Chris Angel! What the fuck?" In your skin that's that's gross i can't dude. believe you've never seen an episode of no well i mean we didn't we didn't have cable so it's not like i was just you know watching chris angel mind freak that is true i can't believe they didn't put chris angel mind freak on public access television i mean can you imagine little timmy just i'm gonna go watch some what is it pbs kids or something mom and just kidding chris angel mind freak <laughs> i'm gonna watch pbs kids go Meanwhile, it's Chris Angel Mind Freak levitating. Traumatized Above child. his pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is a mind freak? What? The fact that we're back. 
We are back with a second episode, our second inaugural episode. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the second inaugural episode of the Between the Fridges podcast. My name is Carly. And I'm Amanda. And today you're going to be fucking mind freaked by Chris Angel mind freak. <laughs> Wait, is he here? I mean, he could be. He just like crawls up from under the ground and he's like i've been levitating here this whole fucking time and then he shreds on his guitar (laughs) and then he pulls off his mask and he's like i'm actually tommy lee you see my sex tape i mean we mentioned his name enough times he might have just summoned himself who knows you calling him fucking beetlejuice (laughs) (laughs) right mind he just (laughs) knocks outside the door hey what's up (laughs) i'm here for my interview He's in mind freaking the mirror three times and he comes out your ass and he's just like, hey, you want to see me do a magic trick? (laughs) You got a quarter? (laughs) No. No. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyways. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us again for our second episode of um, Chris Angel Mind Freak, the podcast, um, also known as the second inaugural episode of the Between uh, Between the Fridges podcast. Um, Amanda, how was your week? my week was pretty good pretty busy today was kind of crazy with work but like eh, you know you have your days i just realized i've been chewing gum this whole time and i'm pretty sure it's gonna like pick up on the mic so i apologize for the past like couple minutes that you probably just heard <laughs> um also trigger warning to <laughs> the previous mouth sounds i apologize for not doing trigger warning. anyways um how's your week going you said it was good i said it was good i said work was kind of crazy today um you know had some uh a boy who cried wolf type situations but you know when you work in the field shit happens but it's not bad how was your week your work day i was gonna say yeah when you work in the field um just to give you guys uh context as to what amanda does amanda works in the military um (laughs) my god why would you out me like that she works directly in the field i work directly in the military field and by in the field it's like in the middle of the plains of um iraq (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm just i'm just supervising in an open field that's just what i do all day long (laughs) exactly that's what she does that's what i do but how'd um, how'd you know wild guess yes Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now my, my week's been going good. Uh, at the day of recording this, it is a Wednesday. So we're in the middle of our week. Um, so it's going pretty good. Um, I feel like this is a slower week for me than most weeks. I feel like I'm always like, go, go, go. Um, but for once, this week is actually like pretty slow with the mm-hmm. things that I have planned and like scheduled and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's a lot more manageable than it usually is which uh most of my weeks i feel like i'm one of those um i'm one of those fucking circus people on a tightrope with the sticks and they're like spinning the plates oh the the whatchamacallit the acrobats or whatever they are is that what they're called i call them uh plate spinners spinners. (laughs) tightrope plate spinners so i feel like normally a tightrope plate spinner but now I just feel like a plate spinner because I'm not on a <laughs> tightrope. <laughs> well, I mean, probably with, you know, coming off the holidays and everything, too. It's finally like getting back into some type of normal routine. Yeah. So that definitely probably helps. Mm-hmm. Speaking of normal routines, uh, you know what's not part of the normal routine? 
have no idea. The Golden Globes. You are correct. The Golden Globes are not part of the usual routine. So mm-hmm. those occurred yesterday on a Tuesday. Um, today is Wednesday. So, you know, I was doing some research today because I was killing some time at work. Also, Amanda has a little bit more interest in the Golden Globes than I do. So, I mean... I wouldn't per se. Well, I mean, some of it I found to be interesting. It's not like I'm an avid like, oh, my God, we got to watch the award shows. But okay. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we we've touched on it. We haven't done like an episode or anything. So maybe that's something we'll do in the future. But like, obviously, Carly and I have been friends for a long time. Um, we have very different interests in certain capacities. So um, I am very much into like I enjoy, you know, watching movies, the Marvel movies being some of those. Um I'm not as into it as I was at one point, but I still think things that surround it are cool. So we're talking about the Golden Globes. So Miss Angela Bassett, Queen Angela Bassett, won a Golden Globe last night. What? Yes. What? Is, I mean, okay, this is the dumbest question I'm ever going to ask on this podcast. Yes. Um, we're going to look back on this moment. And we're going to be like, no, Carly, you do not. <laughs> um, what did she win a Golden Globe for? <laughs> so Miss Queen Angela Bassett, um has been in the Black Panther movies. She plays uh the king's mother. So she has she has roles in the films. Um so she got her Golden Globe for her role in the second Black Panther movie that came out probably what I think it was last summer, fallish. It's been a while. I I stopped keeping track. So I don't exactly remember when it came out. But she was nominated and she won her Golden Globe and she is the first actor in the marvel cinematic universe to win a golden globe you know what honestly good <laughs> if it was gonna be fucking chris pratt i would have boycotted marvel movies immediately die. <laughs> i would have been boycotted the golden globes i mean like more like those shit globes <laughs> oh my god the shit globe with chris pratt with his fucking golden oh. globe he my asshole but <laughs> So okay, so Queen Angela Bassett. Queen Angela Bassett for is her, her role as is her is her son Michael B. Jordan. Uh no, Michael B. Jordan was. Oh God, what's his name? Why can I think of it right now? Daddy. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why can't I? Man, I can't think of his name right now. I'm blanking on it, and it makes me really mad. Well, um, it's okay. Uh, Father Daddy. Father. <laughs> Mr. Chadwick Boseman, he 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 was the Black Panther, and so yes, um, yes. So Angela Bassett played his mother. Oh, and okay. Michael B. Jordan, um, played. was the big bad in the first Black Panther movie. Father Daddy. <laughs> father, are we referring to Michael B. Jordan as Father Daddy? I will always <laughs> call Michael B. Jordan Father Daddy <laughs> for as long as he lives. How many dads do I have? Three. How many father daddies do I have? One. Just one. What's his name? Michael. Michael Jordan. Michael <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> What's the B stand for? Michael. <laughs> uh, but yes, I am super proud of my queen, Angela. She deserves it. She's great um oh, she's so good very talented 
Like, I'll admit it. Um, I watch her on 911, and I think she's just a badass. And so, props oh my God. to Angela Bassett. Yeah. Amanda is, like, so into 911. I just kind of, like, lay on the couch and uh, observe. And I go, oh, my God, it's that bitch, Angela Bassett. But, <laughs> okay, I should say, um, oh, my God, it's that bitch, non-derogatory, Angela Bassett. Um <laughs> Because I don't want anybody to think I would ever be derogatory no. towards Angela Bassett. <laughs> I want Angela Bassett and Kiki Palmer to be in a movie together. Have they not been? I don't For know. Some reason I thought maybe they have. But been. I, I want Angela know. Bassett to play Kiki Palmer's mom. Oh my god, they're so funny. They're so talented. I just, <laughs> I would give money. But yes, we love her. I am just like I think it's super cool because you know you have those. I don't want to call them film snobs but i mean you know there are some people out there that are just very very into movies and Mm -hmm. how cinema comes across and i know one of them you know one of them (gasps) oh yeah that's right you do know one of them no comment anyways no comment (laughs) but it's episode two i don't need to incriminate myself by flaming film people that i (laughs) you don't need to know nothing But yeah, so some people consider, you know, the the effort and the time that people put into those kinds of productions, like to to consider them not real cinema. And I'm like, I just like movies. So who am I to comment on this kind of stuff? Right. I think that's cool that they finally kind of have an achievement like that in their wheelhouse. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. to, To share that with the class. Um, people are still ragging on Austin Butler for his Elvis accent because he still has the Elvis accent because he too won a Golden Globe. He won a Golden Globe? He won a Golden Globe for Elvis. Oh, amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. You know what? For somebody to put on the accent and basically method act post the movie coming out for that long, he got a... <laughs> He gotta, he gotta get some sort of award. Like, hey man, thanks for doing this shit for like what three fucking years? Yeah, dude, he's like a trophy years. man. And then he's like, well, I don't know how to get this. <laughs> I don't know. This is part of my part of my vernacular now. And I'm like, bitch, you're from California. Get the fuck out of oh here. God. Well, dude, really, he made a comment like that. He's like, or it popped up on Facebook today when I was uh-huh. like, you know, killing time. He's just like, yeah, it's in my DNA or something. And somebody commented. I thought it was funny. They're just like, bitch, that's not how DNA works. But OK, <laughs> <laughs> he went to <laughs> he went to Graceland to do some like Elvis research. And he took the fucking um, he took the fucking uh, books that Elvis would write, like his handwriting in. And they just like pulverized it into like a, a liquid and just like stuck injection? it in him <laughs> yeah they made an injection out of some writings um and maybe they found like some of his saliva or something and now he's like oh no and now, <laughs> now i'm gonna be the king forever <laughs> i'm the king of rock and roll uh, shabuya <laughs> i don't know what elvis says i um, mean it- El- uh, Elvis we, is not a great actor. We can go on together. suspicions <laughs> That's what Austin Butler injected into himself to make the DNA be different, like a fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Just let him go. <laughs> but no, I mean, I I honestly did see Elvis, like the movie, 
in in theater so i mean you mm. know because i mean you've you've hung out with my family and been around my parents like my yeah. dad loves elvis like big elvis fan um so you know i've grown up with it so it's like i had context going into the movie right so i'm like okay and like you know we're talking back and forth and you know just my dad like would would pull up things and like saw Cliff side by side and like he was really impressed with his interpretation of Elvis because at one point I mean sorry guys a spoiler if you haven't seen the movie trigger warning for spoilers <laughs> if you haven't seen Elvis it's been out long enough I'm sorry um Elvis has been dead long enough that you guys don't need to be fucking spoiled <laughs> over his life you don't need to spoiler his life um but yeah so, so there's spoilers <laughs> on Elvis's life anyways at the end of the movie um he dies it's well obviously <laughs> rip Elvis is very dead fucking rip elvis <laughs> should have gone to victory royale in Fortnite before you fucking <laughs> died bitch anyways i'm sorry on top. no you're okay <laughs> um so yeah so it's transitioning at the end um you know we're getting there and like it's going through different scenes and like my dad's talking to me about stuff i was like yeah i remember shit that you taught me dad that's the fucking comeback special i'm smart i pay attention so you transfer you know you go through the movie um and it's at the end when you know elvis was like very bloated water weight like dude looked bad dude looked rough and so at one point it's kind of like a seamless transition it goes from like austin butler footage to elvis footage like in the ending scene and i mean he did a really good job like the effects everything like it was it was hard to tell for like a second there where where the stitch happened so i thought that was kind of cool that they were able to kind of lay that in there in transition so good on austin butler if you keep on talking like elvis forever i mean do you sir method acting is gonna take you places so i wonder if um austin butler and Derek barry will team up together and be the ultimate britney spears and elvis presley impersonators in las vegas you know what i bet they'd make some money for real you know shout out Derek barry <laughs> Derek barry <laughs> shout out to fucking Derek barry i love you bitch and he's like Derek barry just popped in the chat what's up i i fucking love Derek barry we're gonna have to watch like okay we have to watch uh what season are they on again Derek barry's on season eight okay with bob oh okay we have not watched that and then Derek is also on all-stars five uh with their feud with india farah uh so we'd have to watch all-stars well no we'd have to watch season eight who cares about season three sorry india farah the only thing you need to know about season three is that mimi i'm first picked up india farah during her lip sync because she was trying to win um and then she got disqualified and that's when rupaul said and please carly please add this right here that's when rupaul said drag, drag is, is not, not a, a contact, contact sport, sport. i i remember the quote <laughs> i just did not remember the contact amazing thanks um, rupaul <laughs> is there any oh is there any um are there any uh other people of note that you saw who won a golden globe or i mean i was i was kind of just looking i mean they have i found an article here that i'm kind of referencing that has um you know different categories and their nominations and who the winners were like some some stuff i'm familiar with other stuff i was like okay like this wasn't as mentioned or i don't really know a whole lot about this sure. um so yeah i'm kind of was just like looking at some of the nominations and was like oh this is cool or oh yeah i've heard of this um just things that i'm a little more familiar with like of course you know 
they they had a uh, best television series drama they had a bunch of different uh contenders in the category there better call Saul the crown which of course was surging because of everything with uh you know the royal family going on so they're gonna be all up in it princess Diana (laughs) apparently it's actually very good I have not watched it but I've heard it's very good yes I have heard uh that like and like some of the depictions are really good and all Mm -hmm. of that obviously I think it's it's like a little dramatized for television uh but some of the stuff that I've seen at least is like very accurate mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but anyways no no definitely like because isn't i'm trying to think isn't um what is his name isn't matthew smith in the crown no maybe possibly, possibly. i know I, he's in that <clears throat> that show with the dragons and he like fucks his sister or oh. something <laughs> dude they were also nominated in the <laughs> drama lame. category for best television series and take a wild guess who won the category um mr matthew smith uh the fucking dragons oh the house dra- of the dragon the yeah dra- the dragon show one the dragon show one uh, okay let's go dragon tales <laughs> dragon tales. how are max and emmy doing <laughs> dude i legit know nothing about the whole why can't i think of what it's called game of thrones that's the whole it's the game of thrones universe right like it's ed adjacent yeah i think i, I think like, yeah. so all i know is there's a lot of fucking and a lot of dying so <laughs> that's you're r- like people die people and there's get burnt and there are dragons and, and the, yes there are dragons that's and about that's all i know all you need to know about game of thrones i'm kidding now if you want to watch it you can watch it i heard uh from a friend of mine uh we um he and I would talk about it in like, I think it was like 2019 mm-hmm. was the last season of Game of Thrones. Um, I heard that it was as so. Yeah, that's what a lot of people have said. They weren't really satisfied with the ending. Like, I don't know a lot about Game of Thrones, period. But. So if you want a show with a bat, with a, if you want a really great show, apparently, with a very bad ending, uh, don't take my word for it because I've never seen it. But you can go watch it if you want. <laughs> Tell us what you think. You know who you can ask? You can ask Shangela. <laughs> Shangela, the Daenerys Targaryen of drag. Because apparently she got all that on lock. Knows the facts. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's my inspiration. Like, she she being the nosiest bitch. And I'm like, me too, girl. Me too. Shangela Laquifa Wadley being the nosiest bitch in drag. Me too. Oh my god! But no, I like I follow her on TikTok. Um, her little TikToks are very sweet. Of her taking care of the older lady, I'm like, look at you! Ugh. Melts my heart. I'm like, good on you, Shangela. Like, okay, this is where I will genuinely make a recommendation. <laughs> um, she's very serious right now. If if you ever like, if you're if you're not introduced to like drag or anything, and you would like. A very, I don't want to say like a safe, but like a great introduction to drag and just what drag is all about. Uh, Shangela is just a beautiful example of that. She is extremely talented, super kind hearted. Um, oh my God, a performer. She was on Dancing with the Stars this last season. Yeah, I saw that. I wanted to watch, but I never got oh around my to God. doing it. Incredible, incredible performer. Um, Watch her in All Stars 3. Don't but don't watch her in season two and three of Drag Race. 
watch her in All Stars 3. Absolutely amazing. And literally, you could just, like, search her on fucking YouTube. I think one of my favorite, like, Shangela um, videos that I've seen of her is when she did the back-to-back um, cooking show with Carla Lolly Music on uh, Bon Appetit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is... Like, she's back-to-back with uh, Carla, and she is just, like, cooking up a storm, and she's, like, cracking her jokes, and she's having a great time. I just genuinely, I love Shangela. Um, I think I've seen bits and pieces of that one, because that sounds vaguely familiar. Oh, it's so good. I think they did, like, a drag month or something like that, Mm because I know Shangela, Trixie Mattel, and Ms. Cracker all did back-to-back. I do remember those ones. Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. good. So, anyways... Golden Globes. Any Golden Globes. anyone else to note that has won a Golden Globe or anything that maybe you think I would be interested to know who won a Golden Globe? We got Elvis Austin Butler. Mm-hmm. We got the Overlord Angela Bassett. She we is got, the Overlord. We got the sibling fuckers in the Dragon Show. I thought he was her uncle. <laughs> I don't even fucking know. This <laughs> it would dude, it would pop up on my TikTok. I'm like, I don't even watch this. Why are you here? Literally, I don't know what the fuck is going on with social media. I mean, not not sibling fucker dragon show. <laughs> Sometimes I'll go on Instagram and I'll get fucking Aiden Gallagher thirst traps on oh, what? In my like <laughs> fucking discover page. I'm like, first of all, who the fuck is this kid? And then I find out he's part of the Umbrella Academy. And I'm like, first of all, I've, <laughs> I've never seen an episode of the Umbrella Academy. Okay, I lied. You you watched I've it nev- when I watched it, but you didn't know what was going on. First of all, I've never seen an episode of Umbrella Academy and knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> Second of all, isn't this kid like three and a half years old? <laughs> Third of all, like, <laughs> why do they think I'm in love with Aiden Gallagher? <laughs> what did I like in my however long history with Instagram mm-hmm. to tell the instagram algorithm hey hey you know what i really really want fucking aiden gallagher the three and a half year old who still shits his diapers like, <laughs> what the fuck? A dude looks like he's 12 oh my Legit. oh my lord anyways um but yeah miss zendaya she won one for uh the hunger games <laughs> yes how did you know uh, best performance by an actress in a television series for a drama for Euphoria. Um, yeah, The Hunger Games. D- uh, sure, Teenage Hunger Games. She's Rue. She's Rue. <laughs> she's Rue. She's Rue. But but no, not surprising. Like that clips from that popped up on my TikTok too. I'm like, look at you go, Zendaya, from doing your little shake it up to Spider Man to now in Euphoria. She went from shake it up to I don't know where that joke was going. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, shaking it down. I don't know. Shaking it down. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, so Rue from Hunger Games Euphoria won an award. Amazing. Yes. Um, this is something I do actually want to watch. Um, I've heard good things about Abbott Elementary. Like, oh my they, God. Yes. They had a couple nominations, um, some wins. So I definitely, I'm not sure what platform that streams on to be totally honest, but I definitely want to give that a watch because I've heard good things about Abbott Elementary. Um, I know that I know that it airs on ABC. Okay, so maybe Hulu. That would make sense because I feel like they have a lot of ABC mm-hmm. television. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's just, just a bunch of other nominations. I mean, this doesn't really surprise me because I know it was popular. Uh, Mr. Evan Peters 
he was nominated for the uh, Dahmer series, which I'm like, I don't want to watch this because, you know, of them depicting some pretty, pretty gruesome stuff. So I'm like, mm, I'm good. I did. I did see that because some of the some of the uh, girls I work with at my part time job, mm-hmm. they love him. They love. Did they watch the series? Oh, I'm sure they have. Oh. I'm sure they did mm-hmm. because they love Evan Peters. And I'm like, you know what, girls, Lay? Um, you enjoy that. Um, is he my cup of juice? No. But at the same time, I would also kiss Bill Skarsgård. So I have no reason to judge them <laughs> for wanting to kiss Evan Peters, who plays a lot of murderers, when I am totally cool with kissing Bill Skarsgård. Who plays murderers? So like, that's true. So like, go for it. You're like, he plays murderers. He plays a creepy clown. It's fine, right? It's fine. But yeah, I mean, I just thought you know it was cool to see them televising the Golden Globes again and kind of just touch on it because of pop culture and you know, I think just seeing different people win and more representation there was very cool to see. And I know that's kind of what stuck to them not airing it last year they were worried about you know bribery and that sort of thing and not being fair for nominations and people winning so i thought that was cool that you know a step back was taken and things were done to try to remedy that a little bit right so just seeing a lot of you know different people winning um women winning which i think is very important for you know people to see out in the forefront that you know it it can be done people can work hard and have their talent recognized so i just thought that was kind of like a cool very relevant pop culture thing to touch on hey well i mean i all i knew from pop culture news this week was uh evan peters won a golden globe lil nas x came out as possibly by I, you know what? I did see that. I'm yeah. like, oh, because like something pops up. They're like, I have a chance with Lil Nas X. That was probably me. <laughs> was I, there a picture of Drake attached to it? Oh my God, that was your tweet. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I saw something on Twitter. <laughs> it literally was me finding out that Lil Nas X is um, saying that he is playing with the idea of being bisexual. And I was like, me. You're like, oh, the Debbie Ryan. I have a chance. The Debbie Ryan <laughs> and more so the pursed lips Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the meme, Drake. I appreciate, I appreciate, I don't, I'm not a fan of Drake, okay? However, mm-hmm. a Drake meme, if if we ever do a Discord, mm-hmm. our Discord emotes and stickers will probably be nothing but cats Mm-hmm. and drake <laughs> because of how funny i find the drake pictures like of him looking like he has a bbl taking his like selfie like his bbl selfie and he's just like looking so submissive and like <laughs> baby girl oh my god you're like hey or like oh my god or like i said when he has his little purse lips in the car like mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, please. Like, oh my god. <laughs> every time I see this picture of Drake, I just hear, Daddy, please. <laughs> Give me money. Oh my Give god. Give me money for the Bugatti, Daddy. <laughs> Carly, is there anything you feel like you want to talk about? Actually, um, I meant to I meant to actually ask you, 
Mm-hmm. Um, did because like last episode we were talking about how what one of your New Year's resolutions yes. was um reading more. Mm-hmm. Have you um found a book recently that is on your brain that you are wanting to read? So actually, yeah. So um, so one of my friends from work, like she absolutely loves to read. Okay. Um, so I kind of had, you know, brought it up when I was like, yeah, just, you know, randomly talking about, hey, how was new- your New Year's? Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, dude, we should do like a book club or something. So oh. it's like we... We each read the book. Um, you know, you get your copy, I get mine. We hold each other accountable. We discuss it. And so she actually sent me a link. I want to do more research into it because I guess there's a whole series on Amazon. And there's like different um, volumes of the book. I don't remember the name off the top of my head, um, but they each have different installments. I think there's like seven or eight of them. So it's like, okay, we could read like one a month. That takes up most of the year. We can discuss it. We can hold each other accountable. Make sure we're, you know, hey, did you read? Like, how's your reading going? Doing, like, check-ins kind yeah. of thing. So I'm excited. I think it's easier to kind of keep to those kind of things when you have somebody like that to check in with. And, you know, I guess accountability is the best word for it. Yeah. Like, I know that can be kind of a cliche, too, but... I mean, it helps when you have somebody in your life to hold you accountable for things. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, so I'm excited. I think that's going to be cool. I'm going to look into. Yeah. So you and I have opposite pay schedule. So we get paid this Friday. So I'm Mm -hmm. pretty pumped. So I'm going to order the book on Friday because ordering them individually is obviously a lot cheaper than just buying all of them, which I think it's like $80 Mm -hmm. for the series. Mm -hmm. Um. So, yeah, I'm excited to kind of actually get this started and dig into it. But no, that's so good. Uh, do you know the uh, genre of that book? Like that book series? I don't know, but they're like each. Okay, there's, I lied, there's seven of them. Okay. Um, It looks like they took, yeah, I have a photo right here. Like they have eyeballs on the screen, oh or not God. on the screen, but like on the cover. And like they're each part of a series. So, oh my God. I mean, the art is cool looking. Um, just <laughs> kidding. No, this is uh, okay. So the series, you guys, is uh, I don't know what the actual series is called, but it looks like it's by Tar Tamara Mafi. Oh, that's fun. Okay. But yeah, I just brought up the idea and she's like, hey, you want to try this? I'm like, yeah, we can definitely try this. Yeah. Like, I, I like getting into different genres and stuff that I normally wouldn't sure. read to. So I think this is going to be like a cool way to step into that. Right, so. right. Um, so would you say that you read romance books? I mean, it depends, but I have in the past. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I have a... I have an author that you might love. Oh God! What? No! 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 This is not. This is not fan fiction. Okay. I promise. This is not fan fiction. This is a legitimate author. Legitimate author who publishes on Amazon. Okay. I was like, as you're talking about this, I was like, oh my God! Please don't tell me that she's reading this author's books, because then, uh, but she's got like like a crazy story. And okay. So okay. Have you ever heard of the author named Susan Machen? The name sounds kind of familiar. 
Okay. Okay. So <clears throat> Susan Meachin, she's a, she's a romance author. Mm-hmm. She's based in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, she self-publishes through Amazon. Okay. Um, and so she describes her books as uh, perfectly flawed romances. Okay. okay okay so she has like some of her book titles if you go on amazon like you literally can buy them like on kindle either like for free or like 2.99 or i think you can get her books like on paperback or whatever for six bucks okay so she has these book titles some of them are like chance encounters stolen moments okay so very cliche his wicked ways um honestly uh sorry susan i'm not sorry susan um the covers of these books honestly look like something that i would do like back in like 2013 when i was writing on asianfanfics.com okay <laughs> when i would do like a post for post be like i'll post your fanfiction if you want my fanfiction mm-hmm. um and then they would give me like free cover art for my fanfiction oh, if i cool. if i read it and gave mm-hmm. like publicity but it's not good <laughs> you're like give us a five-star review give me a like read my book well get, read my fan fiction and give me a five-star review um of this asianfanfic.com about these two k-pop stars having sex with each other and i will give you a free <laughs> cover for it um to to put it in uh you terms because uh-huh. asianfanfics.com is very much out of your realm we'll get over that eventually <laughs> um it's very i found this in the literature section of dollar tree for a dollar 25 okay 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 so like so before like september of 2020 mm-hmm. um so she had this like small community of fellow authors and like readers of her books and stuff like that okay on this facebook group um called the ward mm-hmm. um so it was like a nice like little tight-knit community right um so i have some bad news about susan meachin okay so in september of 2020 Mm -hmm. there was a facebook post put on the ward Mm -hmm. from susan's account claiming to be the daughter of susan meachin Uh uh-huh saying that she had (laughs) died oh that sucks um it was a self-inflicted death. Oh. Yes. Um, that's unfortunate. What? I said that's unfortunate. Yes. Um, so, but then, like, rumors began to spread because they were like, oh, like, why would Susan do that? Mm-hmm. And people were saying that it was because Susan got bullied mm-hmm. online. Um, and so... People like heard about it and they were like, we're going to support Susan. Um, okay. This is starting to sound like more familiar now. I was like, why does her name sound familiar? Yeah. But, like be- tidbits of the story. Okay. Continue, yeah. Because Susan, because Susan died like two years ago. Mm-hmm. So people were like, oh my God, you shouldn't be bullying people. Um, and so like every year, like they'd mark the anniversary, like of her death in the ward, like Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'd host like fundraisers. They'd host book auctions, things like that. Now, before Susan died, mm-hmm. Susan was actually writing her last book. Okay. Um, called Love to Last a Lifetime. Mm-hmm. And so the next month, October of 2020, um, Susan's assistant, Connie, uh, wrote on the board that Love to Last a Lifetime was available for purchase. Mm-hmm. They're like, let's honor Susan with this right. like final, final 
po- like book and everything like that. Now, the book tells like the story about a rich man falling in love with a poor woman. Mm-hmm. Um, if it sounds cliche, it is. <laughs> but remember, her books are perfectly flawed. Right. I feel bad because I'm like making fun of this book and like she's like dead. So I'm like, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. But like, <laughs> no disrespect, Susan. <laughs> here's, an, here's an excerpt of the book. Okay. We were from two different worlds. My family was filthy rich and Greta's family was dirt poor. That was all one sentence. <laughs> no punctuation. Got I'm it. I'm sorry, Susan. Um, it didn't bother me any. Chasing her that autumn became my favorite hobby. The more I chased her, the more she ran, but nothing was going to change my mind. She would be mine. That was also all one sentence. Run on sentences. Love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Susan, it's very like... It's very like thirteen-year-old fan fiction, mm-hmm. and like I'm pretty sure like Susan was in like her f- like late forties when mm-hmm. she died. Um, but I'm like, oh, Susan. So yeah, like I was like, I thought it was cool. Like Connie made sure that the book came out and stuff like that, like to honor Susan. And yeah, um, there was also this group of authors that got together and they wrote this anthology dedicated to Susan and it was called the bully King anthology. I'm pretty sure like if you Google it and stuff like you can find it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the dedication in there, it says um, for Susan Meachin, an author of what she called perfectly fraud, flawed romances. The world is a little less bright without her. Words can hurt, but they don't have to. Words can also heal. Let's keep bullying where it belongs in fiction. Very sweet very nice some of these authors who like wrote in the book Mm -hmm. were like usa today best-selling authors oh wow um so like susan's story went like crazy um so in february of 2021 Mm -hmm. um there was a facebook post that showed up on susan's account Uh uh-huh also claiming to be susan's daughter um saying that her books didn't sell any copies for a few months mm-hmm. um mind you she died september of 2020 mm-hmm. so february of 2021 um she said that her book like her mom's books hadn't sold any copies for a few months mm-hmm. and they'd soon be unavailable for purchase okay that sucks yeah that does suck um but like only the audio copies would be available okay uh-huh. um and the daughter ends the facebook post with um so if you want any of her work then now is the time to pick them up Mm -hmm. um so yeah like lady dies she's got her dollar tree books um it just crazy yeah and then you don't like obviously like you don't hear anything because like people like well i don't understand why you're using susan's facebook right like you know you're her daughter now, I'm the reason why I'm telling you this, mm-hmm. all of this, uh-huh. is because so as of recording today is January 11th. Yes. So January 3rd of this year, of this year. Oh shit! So like last week, uh huh. A post shows up in the ward. Okay. Okay. Um. A post shows up in the ward under susan meachin's facebook account okay and it says the following i debated on how to do this a million times and still not sure if it's right or not there's going to be tons of questions and a lot of people leaving the group i guess 
but my family did what they thought was best for me and I can't fault them for it. I almost died again at my own hand and they had to go through all that hell again. Returning to the war doesn't mean much, but I'm in a good place now and I am hoping to write again. Let the fun begin. So they faked her death to sell books. No, no. Susan Meachin faked her own death to sell books oh my okay so she so this <laughs> let me wrap my brain around this okay <laughs> so this woman yes obviously so, so she faked her own death yes to make money yes to sell books yes so the posts on her page from her facebook account from her daughter i'm using air quotes right now uh, from her daughter was her pretending it's a possibility okay I was like, I didn't want Nobody to knows if she does not, if she has a daughter or not. Okay, like, I didn't want to, you know, come for her being like, and you impersonate family? Like, what the hell? Uh-huh. But, man, you, girl, you faked your own death to make some money for your Dollar Tree romance books. It gets worse. <laughs> How? So. Oh, my God. A month after Susan Meachin died, quote unquote, Okay, died. so when she faked her death. Yes. Okay, got so it. So in October 2020. Okay. There was a new Facebook. Well, there was a Facebook page that showed up in the ward. Okay. By the name of TN Steel. Okay. This Facebook post. Well, this Facebook mm-hmm. was made oh, a month after Susan Meachin, quote unquote, died. Uh-huh. TN Steel was also Susan Meachin. What? So TN Steel was created a month after Susan Meachin, quote unquote, died. Um, and was also publishing works under that alias as early as 2021. I do not understand. The TN Steel page joined the ward, was an active member of the ward. And on November 5th of 2022, Connie Ortiz, who we mentioned a while ago. Yes. Susan's former assistant. Yes. Wrote in the ward that she was no longer able to be the main admin of the group. And she offered the role to someone in the group um, because it would be a disservice to her dead friend, Susan Meachin, if it shut down. To which TN Steele, who is actually Susan Meachin, commented on it and said, oh I'll take the account, Connie. I will overhaul it in hopes that it pleases you and Susan. What? So, okay. So her assistant legitimately thought she was dead. Yes. Girl, that's fucked up. You want to know the cherry on top to all of this? Oh my god, there's more. The only this is the last bit. This is the cherry on top. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, really, there is one more thing, but the cherry on top to all of this. Uh huh. Susan Meachin has been posting on TikTok <gasps> since October of last no! year, like no! October of 2021, <gasps> with her government name Susan Meachin as the handle. Oh my. <laughs> This someone needs to give this woman some help. Like, oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. Give me a second. Yeah. Okay. So she fakes her death. Yes. She's she's potentially having her her daughter, who may or may not be fake, yeah. post on her her account page. Yes. In the group. Mm-hmm. Like her assistant still ran the page she makes a fake facebook account Uh under another writer Uh uh-huh 
is publishing works under that name. Uh Uh-huh. Is active in her own group and people think she's fucking dead. Yes. So that means she was actively participating in the whole, she like... She was perpetuating everything, yeah. trying to to make herself money, and people thought she was fucking dead. Uh-huh. So they're going to buy her shit because they feel bad that she's dead. Uh-huh. And then she takes it over from her assistant. Uh-huh. Is totally fucking with her assistant. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's so sad. And then you out here posting your own works. You come back to your group thinking, oh, it's fine. I've been publishing as somebody else, but now I'm going to come back as the real me. And now you're on fucking TikTok with your government name. You know, she's been on TikTok. You, you've been on TikTok since what? November? October, October of 2021. Okay. So fucking two years ago. What? Uh-huh. I, that's that. That is so many shades of fucked up. Here's a... Here's the final piece to this. But wait, there's more. Oh my God. So there was a publication mm-hmm. that interviewed Susan Beechin in the okay. past like three or four days. Oh, so as of recent. Okay. Yes. Got it. So like post her coming out and being like, surprise guys, I'm here. Let's write more books, bitch. Oh my um, God. So they reached out to her for comment. Now, ever since... Um, Susan Meechid says that this was not her, um, who had said these things. Um, like the person who recently posted the person. Yeah. Like real alive faked her death. Susan Meechid Uh says that she did not give this interview alleges that she did not give this interview. Okay. It's pretty damning. Um, so the people, um, who had interviewed, apparently a fake Susan Meachin mm-hmm. um, have since taken down Susan's original response. Okay. But the internet is the internet. That is true. And my favorite thing about the internet is that no matter what you put up, it stays. It's always there forever. forever. Mm-hmm. So um, Twitter has screenshots of her response. Of course it would be Twitter. <laughs> and... So she talks about how, you know, in this response, how she wanted to take a break because she was getting bullied. Um, she was, like, able to breathe when people believed that she stopped breathing. It's like that she was able to breathe when people thought that she died. Mm-hmm. Um, but then... She's like, she wasn't doing anything by staying, quote unquote, dead. Um, she thought the new year was a new time, like a good time for a new beginning. And then I'm going to pick up with what she says yeah. in these next few okay. paragraphs. <laughs> and I'll stop like for each paragraph just to see if you have any comments. Okay. This is directly from Susan Meacham, by the way. Okay. A fiction author's job is to create new realities, which is what I did. Does transcending the pages of a book make me a bad author or a good one? Who's to say where the lines are drawn? But in one tiny corner of the world, my death was real. The darkness that led up to it was real. And so was the light that emerged. What the fuck? Ma'am. <laughs> Ma'am, it is one thing to to write 
like have this be a fictional work because it's fake but like if your reality and your fiction are blending together and you don't see a problem with that in this instance uh-huh. like faking your death that's that that's an issue she said my name is Angie Tate and we're in the motherfucking matrix <laughs> anyways continue please please continue i i need to hear more of this i know i knew you would you knew i'd be like Ooh, give me the tea <laughs> this is so fucking good though oh my god it anyways is. only the end of my life was a work of fiction and those who would prefer otherwise should consider what that means they want me dead even if you think i did something wrong does it warrant that the death penalty the same toxicity pushed me to this in the first place, proved uh, I was morally justified. As soon as the world learned I still had a pulse, the bullying resumed and the piling on began. It's because you lied. You lied and you faked your death. Like, okay, if you were being bullied to begin with over your works, I am sorry for that. The internet can be a cruel price. Like that, like people are going to get criticized about things. Like that's going to happen. But like the link that you took it to, that's why people are angry yeah they're like oh like you're like ooh, i'm getting bullied you know what i need to do die uh, pretend die like what made you think that was like yep this is what we're gonna roll you know what you know what some people do Hmm. you know what some people do they just delete their accounts right it's like they say this isn't good for me i gotta go Oh my god. You, you you take a step back. You don't make fake profiles and shit and come back be like, "Ha, I'm back, bitches." Like, no, who does that? It's only I just anyways, we have like a little bit more to read. Okay, okay. So, why did I make a public return? Oh god. Yeah, bitch, what the fuck? You <laughs> what will be different this time? As I said, the best fiction is ruined rooted in fact, not ruined in fact. The best fiction is rooted, in fact. For the past two plus years, I've lived my own death. I've witnessed what few others haven't survived to tell the tale. And that's exactly what I will do. In my next book will be one only I could write because I lived it. I lived that death. What better stage for a perfectly flawed romance? Thanks for this opportunity to speak my truth. <laughs> to give you guys like visual reference right now my face it says a lot <laughs> like i what <laughs> I'm oh telling, my god i'm telling you she must have been watching some fucking entertain shit she's like i <laughs> and, the, and the fucking plug she's like i'm really <laughs> the only person who could write about this is me in my new book coming out in 2023 i wrote it as tn steel like <laughs> And now it's gonna be under Susan Beechin. Oh my god. The resurrected king. I lived, I died, I'm resurrected, I'm perfectly flawed, I'm Susan fucking Meachin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am just I am just in awe. Like I, ma'am, you need some help. <laughs> like if it she's denying this interview she's saying it's not legit like either way all of this stuff period freaking wild it's so like bad. it's wild this is horrible but like i'm sorry like you you were 
you know, you were an author and you had these people that actually, you know, followed you and appreciated your work. Like uh-huh. just from, you know, the standpoint, I guess the lens that I'm looking through it, it's like, what do you think this says to your readers and like the people that like really appreciated what you wrote, even though it was like cheesy and whatever she said, like perfectly, perfectly flawed romance or whatever yeah. it was like, what example are you setting for people? They're just like, oh, it's fine. Like to just kind of totally just throw this into the ring. Like, yep, this is who I am as a person. Oh, no, they're pissed. As they should be. They are pissed. As they should be. This is the last thing that I will read on. Mm-hmm. The person who did the interview had asked her, what would you say to those who feel they donated under a false pretense and might feel wronged? Mm-hmm. There were GoFundMes. There were um, oh, like wow. there were GoFundMes to help with her funeral. There were... That's horrible. Uh-huh. What? There were... Oh. Yeah. The GoFundMes for her funeral. The like That's really little like up. donation funds that they did. The anthology series that they did. That the portions of it were going to go to charity. Like an anti-bullying charity. You want to know what Susan Meachin said to the... I really do, honestly. She said... To those who donated, I would again stress that this wasn't demanded of them. I'm sorry they felt wronged, but they chose to donate. It doesn't magically become a loan because they regret it now. And why do they? Because an author told a story. The only difference now versus before is that I'm alive. They'd rather I be dead than they'd be happy about donating. That's what it seems like they're saying. They're cruelly wishing death on me. That's not what they're saying at all. They're saying you completely bamboozled people. <laughs> you lied to them. They donated trying to, you know, help people that were actually facing these problems. Like they were trying to do the anti-bully thing and donating to charities. And it's like, that's stuff that's important. Like people mm-hmm. were trying to spread awareness. And then you're like, it's fine. I'm alive. Why? You want you want me to be dead? Are you mad that I'm alive? <laughs> I'll be, just, the, I'll be the donator sitting there going, so what does this mean? Does this mean I'm about running to me for nothing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, a snap. <laughs> funeral fun, no funeral. <laughs> like what? She, she putting the fun back in funeral. Cremation money, no cremation, just money. Oh my God. What the fuck? That's really messed up. Like that is... <laughs> so messed up like i can't even well jesus <laughs> well um since you can't even <laughs> maybe this is a good time for us to wrap up yeah because i think i'm gonna keep wrapping my brain around this <laughs> this oh my god this fucking story if we had a post show <laughs> this could be you would just see me at the corner with the whiteboard like just <laughs> If we had a yeah, if we had a like a like a bonus show, I don't know the fucking crisper drawer like <laughs> inside the deep freezer. I don't know <laughs> the deep freezer, the the deep freezer. Uh, bonus content <laughs> between the fridges. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, any parting words to say before I start shooting the shit? Man, um. I, I don't even know. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, it was a blast. Like, episode two, 
we're getting there. I'm having the best time and I'm remembering to hold the microphone by my face. You did a great job. Thanks, you man. You did a great job. Well, hey, thank you guys so much for <laughs> joining us today on uh, the second inaugural episode of Between the Fridges. Um, <laughs> I hope that uh, Trip Pant Tommy Lee doesn't haunt you in your dreams. Um, <laughs> Chris Angel Mind Freak doesn't play any games with your brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but you know... Who would who would uh who played more mind games on you today, Chris Angel Mind Freak or Susan Meachin? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Susan Meachin. Susan Meachin. <laughs> um, so, anyways, thank you guys so much for joining us today on the second inaugural episode of uh, Between the Fridges. Um, if you would like, please follow us on social media. Um, we are officially on Instagram. Um, any other social media that I um, activate will be in the bio. Um, if you have any suggestions for um, things to talk about on this podcast, feel free to email me, well, us, on... Oh, my God. I just almost forgot our email address. Between the fridges <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh my Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth! <laughs> um, <laughs> it's okay. There's two of us, so between the two of us, one of us will remember. Right, between the two of us <laughs> of between the fridges will yes. remember the between the fridges email address being between the fridges at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram, which is at between the fridges. Um, there's also a link to Anchor. It's Anchor.fm forward slash between the fridges. Um, if we get enough people interested, maybe we'll. Uh, like do some bonus content or something on there because i'm pretty sure that's an option but again uh this is the second inaugural episode um not 100 percent sure but you know what maybe by episode three which for you is in the next 30 seconds or minute uh i'll have it figured out um so again thanks for coming in my name is carly and i'm amanda have a great week y'all and watch out from motherfucking Susan Meachin <laughs> and Chris Angel, my, my freak. <laughs> how many uh how many magic tricks should we uh can we pull out of our ass or out of our arm? <laughs> how many <laughs> How many magic tricks can I pull out of my ass? Twenty four <laughs> Twenty four <laughs> Twenty four quarters out of my ass. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>